The Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production. In association with Does the Rwandan National Team Have Visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions. Featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes. Oh well, I am not prepared at all. Um, just in the same way that we didn't record when Conte got fired, because what's the point in the recording? There's something bold about not recording a show uh, for the Arsenal game, the possibly the biggest game of our, our season, and a Liverpool game, which is also quite a huge match um, in our season. Yeah. We chose, we chose not to record because let them all talk. Let everybody talk. Let everybody <laughs> say the same shit over and over again. What what really is important is what, the the conversation after the Luton game. But I love I love I love I love how we didn't talk about Arsenal. Um, uh, so important, so vitally important. But it's but a little bit early. But let it play out. Let it. Mm. Let it let it do what it needs to do. Um, I, I uh, in, in terms of this new um, new vibrant team. Um, yes, the yeah. it was a two all, and then we get a, a, a very spawny <coughs> two one against Liverpool, which was when you talk about. <laughs> and it's in the, the intro when you talk about the fast carnival that is the Premier League. Here we are. Here we are. This is what we're here for. This is why this is interesting. This is why we want to do this. Um, it's playing football and being around football is such a chaotic, uh, magnificent uh, cavalcade of bizarre, random shit that people call playing football. That how isn't it so apt that um, a game can be um, it can be decided on on, on such an awful on on, on an awful um, VAR decision? But I I am still adamant that it was Liverpool's ill discipline that lost them the game because in the end they buckled due to the ill-discipline of Curtis Jones and Jota. But fucking funny, we have been on the receiving end of so much of this shit down the years. And I've heard, yes, lots of podcasts talk about uh, the the various uh, misdemeanors that have occurred against against Spurs. But who cares? It's just a wonderful vacuum that, 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 that exists. And then this happened, Matip Shinner. Rocketing, yeah, like like it was a slam dunk. It was like a slam dunk of a of a goal. Um, oh yeah, boom, yeah, gone. It. Boom, gone, and yeah. it's bounced out before you know. It. It's hit the um, it's hit the floor, and Allison's punched it into the uh, in, it's punched it into the stand. <laughs> and that's cool. So um, we've we, we've started well. We're looking at the the tough matches. Emirates, Emirates away. Oof. Oof. You know, Arsenal second uh, last season. Looking at um, building on that, we we all have the uh, 
people know my opinion on this, is that Arsenal had one chance to win the league. They didn't do it, and that's that. Uh, now you've got a bunch of broken guys who uh, can't, can't make that step. And that, that's cool. They'll be in and around it. And while uh, Manchester City, and I like to call the early season, um, the early season of anything of, of Manchester City nowadays is the Rico Lewis months. So the Rico Lewis months occur <laughs> four months into any season. And then you don't see him ever again in any match that's important. That, that's how it... They, these are the Rico Lewis months. And so... Um, uh, they lost at the weekend. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll make some note on the uh, Arsenal playing like Sean Dyche's Burnley at home against um, Manchester City. But but back to the Spurs. We are top of the league. Although we have been here before in, with Mourinho and Conte in the same amount of games. Ish, we've been here before. Uh, yeah, ish. Yeah, I think one game, maybe one game less for the other ones. Yeah, we've I been think this, in this and around this. Constitutes the best, yeah. best since the eighties or some shit. Yeah, I had like since the sixties or something. I just who knows? Who knows? Yeah, it could have been the sixties to be fair, but yeah, but one, it one game every less, week. and yeah. it would have been I think yeah. exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's what it is. Um. Wow, quite just appreciate being at top. We get to enjoy um, another international break at the top of the league. Not joint top. Top mm. on goal scored, motherfuckers. Mm. Um, yeah, this joint top bollocks. <laughs> no, don't use it. Okay, Arsenal game. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be bouncing around because I don't, I don't, I have no, I have no formula with this. Um, the Arsenal game. I don't know where I was watching it. It probably would have been a home somewhere. Uh, all I yeah. remember is was I didn't sit down once. I stood up um, <laughs> as the the team lineup was announced and the, the, the camera panned across the players and I didn't sit down to the end. I stood up in my own house. I stood up watching, <laughs> watching this game because it was too fucking tense. Because um, I wanted yeah. to see how how this new team behaves in that kind of environment. Yeah. And we were gorgeous. We were gorgeous. Yeah. We did yeah, it right. No, we just, we ate didn't, some we shit. Stop. Yeah, we didn't stop. Yeah. We didn't stop. And what, I, what I'm, I'm kind of, the, the picture that I'm generating from, uh, from the Ange... Postacoglu way of playing is that we never stop isn't we attack all day long. The we never stop is yeah. we will always play. And I, I didn't, that's, that's, that's yeah. quite a keen difference. Because when yeah. it started, I thought, I oh, just run around hell for leather all, all day long and um, you blow people out, out of the water physically. But that's not how he plays at all. We never stop is we... No as an absolute unit, as this impenetrable block, will take whatever they throw at us and we will always come back. That's the we never stop. Yeah. And I've learned I've learned yeah, that. Absolutely. I've learned that watching them. Because like a bunch of people going, um well well we have our Tottenham back. You can see the 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 the, the game or not. But what we 
when somebody says we have our Tottenham back, he's actually presenting something that we don't don't normally have. Pochettino had it for a little bit, but it's <laughs> yeah. it's something you historically could never attribute to Tottenham. It's that there's um there's a fortitude there, the resili- resilience there, and there's an acceptance that this game is random. It's fucking arbitrary, but accept all of that, and it doesn't really derail how you want to play the game. And that's great. And in fact, any random act, any random event, merely uh, confirms that we just carry on playing. Doesn't matter what. We're more robust to deal with that kind of stuff. And that's an incredible thing to introduce and players to accept in a short space of time oh yeah yeah this quickly it's uh kind of unheard of it's, it's, it as is. far as i'm aware but yeah like you say the the not stopping thing it's, it's less as you say it's not so much because yeah fine you could say we never stop and it just means you're hoofing long balls into the box <laughs> yeah, in the last we 10, never 15 stop minutes but you know you're still going yeah. well that's usually when it starts becoming desperate towards the end of the games and you need to score a goal and all that sort of stuff and that you could also consider that to be not stopping because you're still pushing and this that, and the other you chuck a centre back up front or whatever but as you say it's it's this we will never stop playing yeah. doesn't matter what's what sort of fucking grenades and shit are going off around us. We're just going to keep playing. We're going to keep doing it. Everybody's going to keep, as you say, it's kind of this this unit. Everybody's moving into spaces. Uh, and I was watching some of the highlights back of kind of all three games because I couldn't remember all of them. Um, and the, the willingness to absolutely visit each other in these tiny little spaces, like every pass that's passed to a man, it looks like it's being passed to the next man such as the the pace on the ball and it's just yeah we, we we don't stop even if there's mistakes like early in the Arsenal game Madders got caught early I think Basuma may have got caught like right on the edge of the box Jesus should have scored yeah yeah uh, but it's we'll keep doing it we will keep doing it we're not going to keep fucking it up so we'll just keep doing it and yeah that that I even Pochettino we weren't we weren't doing that like this is this is no. this is different and as you say the speed that the players have taken to it is um, it's crazy it's bizarre it is heavily dependent on the fact that all of these guys really really can play yeah Uh, but even then to to kind of go from a complete polar opposite and yeah you know there's there's enough new faces in there I suppose that it makes that transition a little bit easier and and the older ones who were there before were kind of so desperate to probably play some football like this that it's made the transition easier but it is yeah, I've never seen anything like it. No, it's 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 bizarre. It's bizarre. Yeah, it was, it's just hard never to stop build. Playing. Keep, just keep playing. Keep playing. It's hard to build something, and, and also, I, I kind of look at it. Um, I kind of look at it through what an op- opponent thinks of what of what we're doing. It doesn't matter what slings and arrows you throw; it'll always come back at you the same way. So in the end, yeah, it's kind. Of, it, it, in a way, it's exhausting because it doesn't really matter what you do, because yeah. we're not going to be intimidated, we're not going to be cowed, and so whether we're conceding or scoring, it's always coming the same way. And eventually, you stop pressing. Eventually, you you give up. Like in, in years gone past, you would have had, 
he got to a point with Dembele or Modric or or Bale, you wouldn't press because the, the, it's just an invitation for them to beat you quicker. But this is more of a collective. <laughs> this is more of a collective thing. Where yeah. yes, I think the average, the the mean the mean of the team is higher. You couldn't say that someone like a doggy and fucking, you know, when when we uh, Modric was playing, we had Benoit Asuakotu. You know, it, it isn't. Oh, exactly. There, there are there are enough bums in there not to just to make it fucked. But the average, and and that's that's what it takes to build um, to build your average up. Uh, takes a, a, yeah. a considerable amount of time, but the the willingness to first and foremost, yes, professionalism of of, of sport is, is is important and and vital and all that all that kind of stuff. But but at its core, the the only thing that anybody really wants in football, and that includes the managers, is young blokes doing intense things at high speed. With mm-hmm. maximum technical ability, that's that's all yeah. you ever want. That's all you ever want, and yeah. you very rarely can you get old blokes doing that. So yes, you can up to a point, um, but we're uh, assembling, and we've made a huge jump with uh, the, the criminal Paratici. This huge jump we found of Enaporo <laughs> and, and a doggy, where yeah. we've made massive strides. You look at. You look at Poro, the best thing that we had, the best right back we, we had in the recent years was uh, Carl Walker. Carl Walker was absolutely brainless. Pep knows it, but his yeah. pace beats any clever person who's slow. Yeah. It, it just does. But more yeah, often than not, it does. Just slightly slower. Yeah, ooh, slightly slower. And everybody was slower than no, him. So, yeah. you know. And then we had. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then we're like, right, he's Bonzo. Remember, we used to call him Bonzo. Um, yeah, I mean, Kieran Trippier, Kieran Trippier, slow as fuck, mm. but Jesus Christ, could he manipulate a ball? He could cross, yeah. he could shift it, he could accept the ball, uh, withdraw slightly, and then pass balls around corners, little curlers around corners. Fantastic. Yeah, Poro is that that combination. Um, yeah, like even Carl Walker, yeah, Carl does. Walker can cross, but we got a bit of speed. No. He's got an eye for goal. Um, can pass short, can pass long, can run. He can go deep. He can defend. Um, and and, and uh, let's, let's let's give uh, Poro his flowers right now. Poro has a wonderful intensity about him. An intensity that oh, all, yeah. He's all the best players have it, where they can be psychotic. Yeah. And I'm switching off. And I'm calm. Yeah. They're the best. Yeah. They're the best. Like you have yeah. to be that intense to succeed at this level, or succeed at the highest proper level. If you're going right to the right yeah. to the top, you can be that hot, that hot, and then fucking ice within a second. Yeah. And that that yeah. that, that, that is the difference. And that's where Romero is going. That's the way Romero's going now. But Poro, <laughs> my word. Yeah. My word. My word. Um, yeah. Lovely, gorgeous, yeah, yeah. gorgeous, gorgeous. But instead of like Romero, we spoke, we spoke about this last season. Romero, because he didn't trust any other defender in his fucking team, he was going all in all of the time because he couldn't trust anybody else because he knew it was fucked. If he didn't win it yeah, and win it, low percentage, try and win it, 
He's got fucking Eric, Eric Dyer to sweep up, which isn't a sweep up at all, so I have to do it. Now he's got a bloke who can run, who's clever, and is young. Mm. Suddenly, Romero is the most relaxed guy in the world. It is not a yeah. switch of temperament. It's not, a, it's not the fact that he's been given the vice captaincy. It's because he's playing with a fucking better bunch of people who know what they're doing, and now yeah. he doesn't have to do any of that shit. He does not need to jump in yeah. anymore because he's got people who know what they're doing. And, and yeah, and, 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 and that's the difference. Band of Ben, I have no idea how we got him. How on earth does no, everybody no. else on this planet <laughs> not get him? We no, don't get don't. Liverpool don't get him because they have Van Dijk. He's not quite ready. Arsenal don't get him because yeah. they have Gabriel, not quite ready. But all of you guys don't have him, don't have anybody who's quite as good. But you've got guys who have been around us slightly a little bit, so you can't take him right now. You know, and, and Chelsea have overspent. Uh, Man United, I've got Martinez, so they couldn't go for him. Um, yeah. The unicorn is fo in football is the left-sided centre-back. This guy, who's played one fucking season for Wolfsburg, played for Volendam, who I now follow, because if anybody, anybody who comes out of that club like him, I have to follow them. So I follow Vol Vol Volendam home and away now. <laughs> In the same way that I follow Rosario Central now. Not, not because of La Salsa. So... You, yeah, we were talking about this before. It said it's going to be bumpy. Uh, uh, all of the lines of communication on you with that back four. But I would say it's the back four, the defensive unit, that has been the most impressive thing about this team rather than this what Absolutely. was um, uh, broadcast as the, uh, the selling point of uh, an Ange, Ange team. The defence has been astonishing. Yeah, they'll give you a goal. goal yeah. but, but, the, the, but because they're so comfortable at the back, there's none of this what we used to have with Sanchez, give it to the dope. Give it to the dope. There's yeah. none of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, who? I, I don't know. Where, yeah. I, I can't even pick up on your back four because I don't know where. Well, both your fucking left and right, uh, left and right backs and playing central midfield. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah. This is shit that um, Pep and uh, Arteta are not doing. You know, this shit about the um, the XG of the Tottenham team is is is, is um, higher than anybody else in the league. Like all the the metrics for shots on goal and having opportunities is absolutely through through the roof. And you would, yeah. You would not say the forwards have been great. Yes, Son has touched the ball ten times and scored six goals. That's great. But yeah. as as a as a team, um, you know, Kulu's not scoring. Uh, Richarlison's not scoring. Scoring. But our ability across the board to get goal scoring opportunities is yeah. is something. It is something to behold. Um, 
I um, yeah, I was watching something before just a few yeah. minutes ago where it was, I don't know what channel it was on, but essentially it was talking about how the def- the back four have contributed to seven goals so far this season. It's like two two for Romero scored. Uh, I think the doggy's got two assists. Poro's got one assist, but Poro's numbers aside from that for just build up play and all that sort of stuff are phenomenal. Uh, Romero, yeah, I think I said Romero's two goals, Mickey one goal. Uh, yeah, no, it's, um, as you say, it's not something that the, the thing that most people seem to be associating with Angel Ball as you was kind of the, yeah, we're going to concede some goals, but we'll score more than you. But these guys are kind of contributing in a way. But then that was kind of always meant to be the point, wasn't it? It was, it was yeah. the load is going to be spread. Harry Kane, 30 goals a season plus, that's yeah. gone. Yeah. So everybody's going to have to play a part. Um, but if you've got a bunch of, if your back four is competent enough in the attack yeah. to score some goals, then how how can you stop that? You can't stop it. What are you yeah. going to do? Unless, yeah, yeah cause your strikers are not defending. They're not covering all of these runs. They're exactly. not covering all of this sort of stuff. They're yeah, never going to no, cover it's, this. It's insane. It's insane, as you say. Yeah, and the attacking players, in terms of numbers, yeah, they haven't. Being particularly great, Son has fine finishing. Richarlison has got, I think, one goal, two assists, or whatever. No. Deke hasn't got any goals. Has he got some assists? I presume he's got some assists. I'm not sure. Uh, Madder's obviously doing very well. But yeah, no, really, it's easy to, because we play attacking football, it's easy to attribute all of the success to the attacking players when in reality, it, it really is isn't. very much, it very really much isn't. impactful. Yeah, it's very much impactful. They're the ones who are pulling the people around, they're the ones who who are kind of starting the moves off. They're creating the transitions and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, it's bonkers. It's bonkers to witness. Yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, so I've got no forensic analysis of the Arsenal game, none of the Liverpool, because I think matches that are that big, you just got to experience it. You just got to let it yeah. run over you. Um, you know, and, 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 <laughs> That's that's basically, you know, we 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 do we talk about football on this podcast, but again, the basic reason why we're doing this stuff is because it's from the playing perspective. It's um, mm. footballers don't give a fuck about talking about the game. All they give a fuck about is that there's going to be another one. But they they know when it when they they had it and they knew it was good and and for whatever reason it didn't happen or. Um, they were shit and, and did a couple of moments that were that were that were incredible. So it's um, it's the experience of the game and the experience of both games. The Arsenal game, I said, as I said, I did not sit down the entire time because I was so pumped up. I was so pumped up for yeah. that fucking game all the way through. Um, um, yeah, Taryn. My little boy was sitting there for the first couple of minutes and then he just got bored and fucked off. But he couldn't understand why I couldn't sit down. And he just took it as, oh, I'm just going to stand up and walk off. But that, that, that was fine. He'll learn in the end. Like a, couple of we- a couple of days before um, yeah, the start of the, the Rugby World Cup and I wanted to experience the hacker with, with my little boy. And um, it blew his fucking mind. So what, what the hell is this? These guys you know, showing their tongues and dancing and, and just being extremely <laughs> aggressive in front of these guys. And then he's watching the Tottenham lineup and go, why aren't they doing the hacker? Uh, it would be nice if they were doing the hacker. 
And then he just walked off. But, but he, he kind of he knew what the, the intensity was. And then uh, for the second one, um, I was meeting a bunch of people, funnily, um, uh, in a pub. And there was a couple of guys I hadn't seen for a while, like a couple of guys at Liverpool, a couple of guys were, were Spurs. And, you know, they're, they're pretty casual about the whole thing. But we were all... We were all spitting blood. We were all spitting blood with what that. But but that's great. That's great. I said to you, this is better than an omnibus or fucking EastEnders. This this is a fantastic yeah. fucking television. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, at Tense the time, at the time I saw the offside. It's like, dude, that's fucking on. That's <laughs> fucking on. Yeah, I said that. I'm ready I couldn't understand it. I was looking at it like, so we, we're just pretending that didn't happen. Like, yes, I, we are. I don't understand why we're still playing football. Yeah. Despite every why facility on earth around. and a device that was created to um, like, um, allow the fairness in the game, that happens. Um, stunning, 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 stunning. But that kind of shit happens because there's a um, there's an intense match happening and because it's so intense, you just try and get moved to the move to the next stage, or you don't even know. There's no the kind of rational thought in, and that clearly that's what happened with the VAR people and um, Hopper Hoopo, whatever his name is. Um, it was like, right, this is a game. We're vibing. Let's let's just get on to the next. Let's get on to the. It looked offside. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could tell. You could tell from the tone of their voices. It's like, right, boys, we've got to bash this out nice and quick. How are we looking? Show me that angle. Good. Perfect. Show me the lines. Yeah, lovely. No, Squeeze the lines. Yep, yeah, done. Good. Lines. Correct. Yeah, correct. Get with our lives. And then, oh. and then so I'm taking the background. I was like, uh, uh, guys, are you, are, you, are you sure? Are you, are you sure? Are you... A guy that isn't even involved in football or anything well, was just like, uh, It'll be the uh, guy, the, low, or the lowest pay grade in the room, just going... Um, I don't want to flag this and I don't want to get fired, but uh, maybe yeah. we should. He's definitely the lowest the guy paid guy in the room. Yeah, and he's probably the guy who cares least about the football work. Yeah. yeah. It's like, ah, uh, um, I've uh, been analysing and uh, I think, um, are you happy with this? Are you, are you sure? Are you happy with this? Are you happy with this? Rather than just outright say, this is wrong, guys. I know, and that, that's like, terrible. Really? But that's, um, you know, I've worked in environments of the, like OV trucks, out, outside broadcast trucks, and it, everybody's on fire. It's just, mm. it's just a hideous place to be. And then you factor into VAR, well, in that room, there's a hierarchy of, a, on, of opinions. No matter what you fucking do, you walk in there and, you know, you're just on one job for the next. You have no, there's no real. You're not really kind of absorbing the match, not, all the momentum of it. Yeah, really, that yeah sort because of you just it's go just from one incident, to the next. Incident, incident. Yeah, you just yeah. go from one to the next. And, and, and just by, you could see the way that um, there's some dick who always says, uh, point of contact. Pony kick, pony kick, pony kick. He just—he's employed just <laughs> to nice. do that. Second frame. Second frame. Good, 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 yeah, good. Yeah. Onto lines, lines. <laughs> and that guy, for whatever reason, has been decided that he's pretty good at fucking saying point of kick, or he would have been a VT co. Whatever, whatever he was doing. But it's 
But he would be uh, considered the person that has the best fucking uh, opinion in the room. Yeah. And everybody is slightly cowering and slightly aware of his behavior because you're thinking, well, um, you're given that position, so you must know. You must be the most authoritative person here. I'm, I've just started today, and I'm uh, not really considering this as a career. Uh, but uh, maybe uh, if this goes well. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh God. Everybody. Every, I don't ever want to do this again. And so there's, 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 there's something to do with the communication. It's something to do with the hierarchy. It's something to do with all um, institutions of um, working and the working um, situation where some people are considered more important than others, but then to the effect that you, you kind of lose, um, you lose the integrity of what you're doing because you're worried about what the other guy thinks. But in fact, you know that he's made a mistake, but can I say anything? You know, that, that was all happening. This kind of horrible hierarchical um, system was, 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 was unfolding and, and just the guts were being spilled right in front of our ears. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in real time. Of which there is now, uh, there's been a slight change. Apparently the, cause I didn't know this, that all commentators can hear the audio out from VAR. Really? They can't hear, they can't hear, um, you know, the internal stuff. What the which ref's is, saying. They can hear... Can you hear what the ref's saying? Well, they have to because they're there, aren't they? They have, they have to get the, ref, they get the ref and the audio out from VAR. So when, they, when, when you hear okay. uh, check complete, they're just responding to somebody no, saying check complete. complete. Okay. So I always, <laughs> I always didn't know that. I, I thought they were watching a different thing. They were watching something else and there was another screen and then that was check complete. But they're hearing somebody say check complete, and then they go, "Ah, oh, it's check complete." I always didn't understand how they knew that it was check complete. Yeah, yeah, oh, so, that makes sense. But so, well, it's such a big shitty mess that it's happened. VAR has existed for four years, five years in the Premier League, something like that. Something like the, that. Yeah. The fact that these that. We've got to this stage where that fuck up happens. That happens despite every week, every game, multiple times that that those relationships are happening. I have no idea mm. how that debacle has not occurred <laughs> in the four years prior prior to this. They yeah. VAR has been so Ooh. lucky that this kind of this kind of moment makes and. It, you, you know my feelings on VAR. I think we should just get rid of it. It's a complete fucking waste of time. But I always thought you'd be an idiot to think it's going away. But with a moment like that, you really yeah, have to reconsider whether this is a fucking good idea or not. It is. Yeah, it I mean, is bad. We're four years down the line, and yeah. we this you know we should be getting better at this, not getting fucking egregiously yeah. worse. Um, yeah. Not knowing what decision had been made live. Well, that's amazing, isn't it? 
is is quite phenomenal. It's quite phenomenal. Assuming that he let, mm. he that the lino had not flagged offside, so you're like, yeah, it's all good, correct. <laughs> <laughs> and you got the referee like, nice one, man. It's good process. <laughs> the correct is we've sat in our room and decided it's offside. Yeah, it's correct. It's definitely correct. It's offside. Sorry, sorry. What? Wait, what? 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 Why are you carrying on? No, it's correct for yeah. us. It's offside. Oh. Yeah, but then surely that's just a language thing. Don't don't say correct. Just say whether it's onside, offside, goal, not goal, whatever. Just the, the just language used <laughs> could simplify this, but yeah. they're not. Well, but you it's would have thought in four correct. years we would have worked out what the fucking um, <laughs> vernacular was. No. So clearly there was exactly. no properly no proper coordinated uh, communication lines in four fucking years. <laughs> We got this thing. It's really important. Uh, we don't want it to fuck up because we've spent a lot of money on it. You know, we definitely don't want to embarrass ourselves while we're doing it. So we need to make sure our communication is absolutely spot on. What we're going to do is going to employ hundreds of people to coordinate how this thing goes down to ensure we are never embarrassed. And certainly yeah. after four years of doing it, we will have it absolutely down pat. Yeah. There is no, there will be no wrinkle in what, how we, where, how we communicate, and how on earth does this, does this occur <laughs> when we've already had this thing for a good amount of time? You know, you know. But I, as you say, it's uh, clearly it hasn't happened before. So it hasn't um, happened before. But astoundingly, it hasn't happened before. But surely, I don't, I don't like know there how, are people how like uh, on on behalf of the um, VAR and the governing bodies and the fucking Premier League who meet up every fucking year talking about um, they're going to get all the referees in, they're going to get all the managers in, and they're going to get the captains in, and we're going to take you through a bunch of scenarios that will really stress test the VAR system. What if there's a situation where there's a goal that's legitimate and there's a communication error between VAR and the on-field uh, adjudicators. What do we do? We have a bloke going. Um, uh, Ollie says delay. Ollie, uh, uh, Ollie says delay. <laughs> that, that, we would have had that conversation. We would have had that. There would be definitely yeah. something. <laughs> stop! Stop! Red flag! Red flag! Red flag! Everybody, stop! Everybody. There would, there would have to be something. So in those 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 hypothetical situations, uh, it, apparently the conversation um, has never happened. What if there's a communication breakdown between the on-field and VAR? Nah, mate, we don't we don't do that. We don't do that. What are they doing every fucking season in those meetings in those rooms with all of that expensive shit going on? Sorry, mate, never happened. Never happened. I, I, we're we're going to have to wait for a real-life situation, a stress test, real-life situation, a live situation for us to even consider this. Wait a minute. It's not that difficult that somebody fucks up there, somebody fucks up there, how do we get that communication right? It's, no. um, yeah, exactly. it's stunning. And, and because it was yeah, such no, a... Yeah, it was phenomenal. Yeah, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. But I, I, I am adamant that Liverpool lost the game because they, they're... they're de- the discipline was awful. Um, uh, that's the other nice thing about rugby is that you oftentimes you can lose a match due to ill discipline. 
because in rugby there are, there are lots mm. of rules, and if you don't adhere to the rules, you can you will get beaten by penalties pretty quickly. Whereas um, you know in football you don't have penalties from fucking forty five yards, but. <laughs> Even if we don't have them, maybe we should. I don't know. Nobody in goal, just kick it straight in. Um, if you don't um, uphold the rules, uphold the rule, rule correctly. And, and Curtis Jones, um, I haven't thought about this in a couple of weeks. It's suddenly coming back to me. Curtis Jones, at the time, when I saw it at the time, I said to myself, oof, that's slightly un- unfortunate on Curtis Jones's part. We have all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. I will qualify that with my next statement. We've all been there where you dangle. You know that you're not going to get the ball. You know you're not going to get the ball, yeah. but you're going to try to make it difficult for the next guy. And you're also going to try and make yourself bigger or give yourself, um, uh, give you, give them a thing that they don't want to kick. Yeah, uh, it's 50-50. It, You've got and to he's put his foot do up, a bit. And it has rolled up on the ball and it's gone higher than, than anticipated. But yeah. I also think that um, Liverpool are giving it the Billy Big Bollocks quite a lot and they are trying to intimidate people. And there's an element of Curtis Jones knowing what time it is with Ibasuma, he's our fulcrum guy and he's already been passed around for the first 25 minutes. He's looking at it slightly as a freebie. It's a slight freebie where you can just, yeah. it's a 50, is it 50? If it's 65, 50, I don't know, we can go in there. And he's, he's lazy. It's a lazy dangle of a foot. Oh, it really is. Yeah, yeah. It's a lazy yeah, dangle really of a foot and it's a dead, dead kind of tackle. And it is, it is dangerous. At the time, I thought he's slightly unfortunate. Um, but, yeah, if you look it back, not even in slow-mo, if you look it back in real time, he is trying to... It's like a cheap stick one on him. Mm. It's a dead foot up, like, go on and kick my fucking foot. Um, yeah. and, and it's cheap. And, 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 and it's cool that... Um, uh, what I, I, I resent about uh, referees is that they don't give red cards straight away. Um, I, at the time, I wouldn't have given it as a red card, but I shouldn't, certainly wouldn't no. give it a red card after hundreds of slow motion replays. Um, I'd watch it in real time. But also, you know, I, I'm sitting there watching TV. If I'm there, I know. I know. And of that yeah. midfield, you're not McAllister, McAllister is never capable of something like that. Salobzai is never capable of something like that. <laughs> Liverpool do not have a midfield anywhere, anywhere that makes a fucking tackle. Curtis Jones is the guy who's got to do that. So he's gone in there yeah. a little bit lazy, a little bit brain dead. Oh, we're Liverpool. This is Tottenham. This is a new manager. Let's fuck these guys. I think we can squash them. Uh, but they've discovered after 25 minutes they can't be squashed. I'm just going to dangle slightly and slightly jeopardise. It was bold of the uh, Hopper Hooper to give it, but there's no there's no argument. And subsequently, he's been given a three-match ban off the back of it. It's not like the Jota one yeah, yeah, where... Yeah, um, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, like you in, in real time when it happened, I didn't think a great deal of it. No, I, mean, no. I kind of, I think I saw a bit of an ankle fold being like, okay, it's, it's, yeah. you know, it's coming together and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, it, as you say, it was lazy. It was lazy. He's dangled it was the lazy, foot. And that's it the worst wasn't. bit of it. Yeah. That's the worst bit of it. Yeah, exactly. Well, lazy, it, it has, lazy is fucking dangerous. He has a bit of the ball. This is exactly that's that's where the issue comes in really uh if you're dangling a foot if you're not being firm with yep. where your foot position is going to be and all that sort of stuff if you're going for a side foot but looking to body him but because it's skidded off the top of the ball or whatever it's done you've ended up studying somebody halfway up their shin so it's it the laziness is what's being punished yeah. i think and, uh, it should be really oh, completely, and I completely. think it should have been yeah. having seen it yeah and you know Carragher was kind of like wow we're looking at it in slow-mo and then I was like yeah maybe he's got a point and I saw it in real time replay and I was like fuck me that looks worse yeah. so uh, yeah it's it's just lazy if you're dangling a leg it's, so, I think you've still got a shit on the scarf from one of my lazy danglers yeah. oh yeah it's an yeah, absolute beast. oh no but yeah. I, I always see yeah, that yeah. as payback for the key on the forehead so I have no problem yeah, with that fair enough. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But no, it is. It is it's arguably the laziest ones that are the most dangerous because they are. You're not really thinking about what you're doing. Yeah. It's just kind of like, well, yeah. It's, as you say, it's a fifty-fifty. I'm gonna. I contact will be made. I'm gonna put one on him. It might not obviously be intended to be like that, but yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. there's so many arguments talking about intent and stuff like that. But no, no, I don't. It's nothing to do. Ninety-nine out of a hundred red cards are not intentional. Of course not. Very, very not. few you're intending to fucking do someone. And if you did, you'd so the, the idea miss, that intent. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. the idea that intent has any part to play in it is, is ludicrous. But yeah, it was the, lazy. The laziness and endangerment is absolutely a huge thing. Uh, he just put a, a yeah, yeah. he put a fucking you know he put up a bomb and it just lazy bomb and just yeah he exploded and it's just it was abs- yeah it was absolutely so. But Liverpool scored their offside goal. With ten men, so it would be two one. It wouldn't really yeah. change that that much. Well, I, I finally I was having conversations with people all the way through. I'm going because obviously Liverpool beat Newcastle with ten men. Uh, with Nunes, yeah. Nunes scoring, and, and, and all the way through I was saying Nunes. When are you bringing Nunes on? Nunes, <laughs> and you know that Klopp's going. I want Nunes. I really want Nunes. And then the ten happens, and then they score a goal. I was like, ah, oh, cool. Yeah, and then the second half happens, and you think you're Nunes. You because oh, he's perfect for a ten, for a, uh, ten men. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. Brainless yeah. forward running, it might just go off while he's striding. You know, he's just that kind yeah, of. Exactly. I'm not kicking it. I'm just running, and then it just hits me and goes in. But they never mm. did get the opportunity to do it because they brought Jota on, and so Jota, again. Um, Jota has taken on the uh, James Milner, uh, Jordan Henderson. Right, we're Liverpool, we're hard, and I'm going to execute some orders. And so the executing of orders is I'm going to let everybody know that we're Liverpool and we're not to be messed with. And it's so lame. It's so lame it's how feeble, like feeble-minded that is. So Klopp's gone, you're my boy. You're my general now. Get out there. We're a man yeah, down. Uh, We're a man Jesus. down. Or what I need you is to claw back. Claw back some of that. Exert a bit of a little bit of authority. Throw your weight around a little bit because, you know, uh, the referee has made that red card. 
that red card has happened. So that gives us a little bit more leeway for a little bit of skullduggery on our point, uh, on our side of things, because he's not going to do that again. So the first one, yeah. anybody who doesn't see this, is a fucking tap tackle. Tap tackle in rugby is you tap somebody's foot that, so it taps yourself yeah, and then you go over. Leg. It's a tap tackle. Yeah, yeah. We know how this happens. Yeah, yeah. We know, I don't want to yeah, tackle you, lazy. and I'm, I'm nowhere near you, but I'm going to impede you on a break. I know exactly what you're doing. There's your mm. yellow. Now, Mr. James Milner, uh, Jordan Henderson mentality monster, what I need from you is a little bit of um, intelligence. Ah. Within, <laughs> within two minutes. Two minutes, yeah. you fucks in. So you're, you're, you're down to nine. Yeah, you're down to nine. So the Nunes thing's not happening now. Which I was always terrified throughout the throughout the game that Nunes was going to come up because fucking hell, it, I mean I would still enjoy watching Van der Ven and, and Nunes going for it and, and, and it would work. That'd be fun, very well. But then it created the situation; it was backs to the wall, and um, yeah, Tottenham people talking about how hard it how how hard it was to uh, break down Liverpool. There is no situation in training throughout that week that anybody spoke about being two men up. No one. No. It never happened. It never happened. Yeah. No one spoke about it. Yeah. It didn't happen. So in a new team at home uh, against a team that uh, when you start, you would consider this is tough. We haven't won in 12 games or whatever the fucking um, stat was. How would we survive and uh, uh, thrive in this environment? Nine men never happened. So, yes, it was difficult to play against uh, a nine-man Liverpool because we didn't know how to fucking. We, there was no formula for this. There was, we, there was this had not been rehearsed. There was nothing about it. But that's the great thing about resilience is that you find a way of doing things. Um, yeah. So I I I, yeah. I I I held no no I had no um, I had no patience for people who would complain that Tottenham found it difficult to um, make a breakthrough against one of the better um, teams' defenses when they only had to focus on defending. Um, well, this is it. And for, and it's for in a game where. They feel like they've been hard done by, certainly legitimately so, for the offside goal. Completely, completely, yeah. So you've now got nine dudes who are absolute fucking siege mentality. Yeah. And like the one of the best, or at least one of the most memorable Sunday league games that we played in was when we started with nine men, and it was just fucking backs to the wall. These cunts are not going to score goals. And we we ended up drawing one all or whatever, and the opposition coach was like, Jesus Christ, that's the best defensive uh, performance I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that was a legendary psychologically, I really, yeah, it really was. But psychologically, is once you're no, once you're down to nine men, and even more so when you believe that that you've been reduced to nine men unfairly. Yeah. yeah. You become a kind of a bit of a mentality monster in terms of okay, it's us against the fucking world here. These cunts will not score. Yeah. So it's not, it's just as simple as saying, okay, well, you've just removed two pieces of the jigsaw. It's like, well, no, these guys are backs to the wall. Not only are they backs to the wall, they believe that the world is against them. Therefore, they're going to defend for their fucking lives. It's a potent thing, isn't it? So it's, it's, yeah, it's just simplicity and just, again, it's it's people that haven't played, people who haven't played a 
a game with nine men with a goalkeeper wearing jeans. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know. It's, 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 it's psychologically, it's a thing. It's, it's a real thing. So this idea that we just because we've got two man advantage that we're suddenly going to start pulling them to pieces was um, yeah. Idiocy. I, I thought it was absolutely like uh, uh, you know, I, it's such like, shit juvenile takes of fucking assholes who've never played. Um, and that's incredible. Yes, to um, I haven't really spoken about the Arsenal, but to come out of that with a win, um, what yeah. I find what I find fascinating is that the Burnley game was great. Sheffield United was spawny last minute, and then we had to eat shit. It's the we had to eat shit against uh, Arsenal. We had to eat shit against Liverpool. And we've had to eat shit against Luton. And yeah. once you have diet. a team that loves eating manure, it's quite, yeah. quite habit-forming. Oh, yeah. You know what? I love, you know, you, you, you're resilient enough to take, take the slurry. Yeah. Today, the fucking yeah, yeah. garbage pile is just go on then. Let's go again. What have we got? What have we got? This is yeah. fun because it's like new challenges. It's new challenges. Whereas, um, yeah, well, I was saying it to James uh, the when well, I saw him on. No, I didn't see him on Saturday to watch the game, but I saw him on well, Sunday and essentially saying like, there's there were there were kind of certain scenarios in just with football teams that or kind of. Yeah, just scenarios, experiences or whatever in yeah. a football match that a team might have to endure to kind of attempt to overcome. But we've kind of rattled through those in extremely quick succession. I mean, the Emirates one, yeah, fine. That's kind of, oh, this is everybody's blood's up. Yeah. Fucking deflection and a shitty penalty. And we still come through that. And then the Liverpool one, okay, you're up against nine men who are defending for their lives. Okay, you've done that. And then you've got loot and we're down to 10 men. How do you do that? There are all of these little scenarios mm. of how do you react? And yeah. we've come through all of them. That's not to say that obviously we're just going to walk the rest of the fucking season and all that sort of thing. But there, no. there's defining moments, or maybe not necessarily defining, but there are, there are things that you can't plan for or predict in terms of how the course of a football match is going to go and how you react to them. But our reaction has been just phenomenal this has mm. been fantastic in every single scenario yeah and uh, yeah it just feels like it's kind of slightly oh, again not necessarily accelerated the process but it's kind of shown i say a resilience mm. uh, that you wouldn't normally expect to be present this quickly into a new system and new manager and new players new back forward new goalkeeper all that sort of stuff but uh it's um yeah no it's been very impressive but say these are things that you would expect to be over a course of a season where we've <laughs> we've had all of them in eight games. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, we've 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 stuck to it. We've mm. just stuck to it. Like nothing, nothing's deviated in terms of the plan or how we're going to be playing or what our plan is. It's uh, we've stuck to what we, well, at least what Angie's telling the players to do, and um, it's working. Yeah, well, nice. um, yeah. Nice. There's an element of that. Like you couldn't have predicted the the narrative arc of a lot of these a lot of these games, and because no. um, 
you know, you could have played, you could have trained for that during the week. So all you have is, and there is yeah. there is something in the <coughs> there is something in the lack of Europe. So we're actually sitting around yeah. Yeah. talking and spending time uh, considering, uh, deliberating. And going through and going through matches. Once you're in Europe, you have no time to think about anything. You're just traveling or resting. That's yeah. it. So you don't. You yeah, know, yeah. There's no real thought process. So if you've got these days during the week, it's like boys, we're all going to get in. We're all going to get in and watch um, Man City in the Champions League. All of us. We want to come in, a couple of beers, and we're going to talk our way through throughout the match is going maybe we're going to watch the match with no sound and we're going to talk our way through the entire game see see what tell me what you see in in, in games and it's this shit that yeah uh, this is shit that you don't just don't get by playing all of the time and uh yeah. yes yeah, yeah. there's an element we're appealing to the the base uh inherent nature of any footballer what we're saying is uh this isn't a um poster coglu is essentially saying this isn't a job this is fun so mm. i'll handle all the dog shit i'll handle all the bits and i'll give you bits of information as we go i'm not going to give you much all i expect from you is total commitment if you yeah. don't know what total commitment is, I'll help you out along the way. But if you want to play, have an urge to play, have always wanted to play, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. Mm. And so, and whatever befalls us, and you've all struggled to get to where you are. This is, it's not been easy. It's not been easy to get to, to, to do what the hell you're doing. And there have been probably moments where you thought, oh, fuck this, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm telling you, yeah. fuck all that stuff. Use all of that as as um, uh, as ballast as, as as something that's empowering you. Just go and fucking play football. Just go. It's not. Yeah. It's not going to be difficult. It's not going to be difficult. And that, in all of the kind of shit structures that exist around the game, where and and you know that again, that is the gift that Conte gave us. Is that you? You are. This 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 team of what is left of of his boys, the uh, the springboard to play and want to play and produce a game that you'd want to be remembered by, or how you were playing and want to be remembered by, is so powerful that I don't know why it's not always uh, it's, it's it's not always the course of action that people pursue um yeah. but because it was it was so uh, it was dark and soft poor you know because it that was so morbid um, <laughs> we, we are released we are released the 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 the, the ban the curse uh, the spell the spell is lifted and so here we are yeah. and then we got new blokes who've just gone yeah we, um cool uh we just want to play um we're not complete idiots. We're a bunch of quick, intelligent blokes who want to play football in, in its best iteration. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not it's not difficult that's it's some basic difficult. shit really isn't it yeah. it really it really is and it, it's great and, it, and it, it's it's um uh it makes a nonsense of all football structures and ideas that um that anybody could ever deviate from precisely this path young intelligent blokes yeah doing incredible things so we you know we we've got a back four and nobody speaks the same fucking language. I mean, you've got to go in. But, but isn't that incredible? That's that's football acumen. Yeah. That's football willingness. That's football, yeah. um, you know, how do you get any situation where all these boys don't speak the fucking same language, but we're all, we're all going to do it. And that's yeah, amazing. For I suppose a, Romero, Vicario, Italian, you know, there's the, you know, but inherently that from all over the gap, uh, it's, it's basically, they speak football, and that yeah. that's the only the only thing it matters. So yeah. I'd like to say about the Luton game again, it was another experience. I didn't watch it um standing Absolutely. up. I sat down yeah, through, the, through the entire thing. Um um I saw all the chances missed and I saw the incredible um field tilt of that match. Yeah. Wow. And then I started yeah. feeling I started getting the feeling of these boys are shit. These boys are shit. We can yeah. we can step off. And there was an element of that. What was fascinating about the Luton game is that, uh, and this entirely, this is not what I've heard enough of from other channels. Eve Basuma was marked. He was man marked the entire game. They knew that if Basuma, it's not Madison, if Basuma. Is stopped. Everything stops. Yeah, absolutely everything stops. Yeah. And Basuma got completely frustrated by the entire process. The first yellow card was complete frustration. Caught the wrong side. All that. Yeah, he stuff. got slightly stitched up by Poro for that. Yeah, one. he got but, he yeah. slightly stitched up, but he'd spent twenty five minutes or whatever it was being fucked, being fucked because he was being marked yeah. and he was just annoyed by the whole process. And then the second one. Yeah. The second one, the the, the dive. Unfortunately, is a situation where. He is a d- defensive midfielder who doesn't know how to get through on goal and score. And so he was mm. begging for somebody to foul him. Uh, he did, yeah, he's yeah. great at breaking lines from deep, but once he gets there, what what the fuck am I going to do? So he was just begging. He was just, he'd run out of ideas. He had, he had no intention yeah. of, and he should have, he'd burnt four oh, people to get to his point, him. burned <laughs> another guy, and then yeah. it's a strike on goal. But he's, yeah. he gets to the edge of the box, like, yeah, I don't know what to do now. And he was praying that somebody would, and nobody did, and nobody did. But his yeah, performance was born totally. of um, frustration because he was marked. He was marked the entire game, and um, I think it would be very beneficial for him and the Spurs team that he sits out a couple because uh, you know it's good for fitness yeah. as well. Sits out a game. Just think about what you're doing. And also the Spurs boys have to realize what do we do without Basuma in there? Because there is nothing even close to what Basuma is doing. The man, if Tottenham, to beat Tottenham or to have a good chance of stopping Tottenham from playing, Basuma is the man. So that's easy. That's easy. All I've got to do is nail that bastard all day long. Yeah. What I noticed in the Luton game, 
And um, in, in all situations where somebody's been man-marked, it means somebody else is available. And that somebody else who's available has got to do something with it. The Luton game was van der Ven. Yeah. But van der Ven did not want to go forward like you would expect um, Vertonghen would go. Yeah. He's like, there's a hole, I'm yeah, going. Yeah. Van der Ven never wanted to go in that space. And he will eventually, and, and, and he'll learn, he'll learn yeah, that yeah. kind of shit. But all he ever wanted to do was pass it back to Romero the entire time. But mm. he was the outball. Van der Ven mm. was the outball, and he had to. He had, you, you have to go striding. You have to go striding. Yeah, yeah. But equally, you know, I don't know how much of. I think Madison is playing with an injury. Son is playing with an injury. Rashalison was out there. I don't know how much activity you're going to get, or how much. Um, uh, how much connection you're going to get with those guys. So I, Van der Ven could go down that cul-de-sac if he wants, but I wouldn't see it as a cul-de-sac as an absolute opportunity because uh, Basuma's been marked. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could do interesting things. Like um, I heard the um, one of the coach, coaches at Volendam or wherever the fuck he was before saying he, uh, Van der Ven had this uncanny ability to stride walk up the pitch but it would be running to everybody else and would be mm. would be four men so yeah he's young he's not quite there yet but bloody hell I, I, he would watch that game back and um you know i think the coaching team was like dude you could go yeah you could go that space. you can go yeah um and then you know if if, if um basu was hanging in there that's cool as well. But he was the outball throughout the entire thing, and it was quite frustrating that he was like um, uh, refusing that that that, that channel. So that's, that's something to look yeah, at. Yeah. But um, overall, the Basuma situation was he was frustrated, and uh, he's got to le- got to learn that stick shit. But as um, a player who's twenty seven years of age, you know he's he's absolutely brilliant. But you can't get frustrated by that shit. Um, but luckily no. the boys rallied around and it wasn't really an issue. With James Madison, he's a very interesting player because he can... Mm. He's injured. He's definitely injured. I mean, he's limping through stuff, but he's just giving us moments. Yeah. And that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. But like over through the course of that, like, he started the season like really on the ball, very available all of the time. But he's kind of now got to the po- point where it's like, I don't really have much in me. It's like one of the boys um, who, for our Sunday morning team, John, who um, in central midfield, he said, I've got five sprints in me. I, <laughs> I have to choose when, when it happens. And so there's an element yeah, of Madison. Yeah, yeah. Madison is like, I've got five, I've got three dribbles. I've got three um, intense yeah. Changes of direction and spins for my knee. Yeah. I can't yeah, yeah. do it too often, but when I do it, it's going to be great. And um, I'm going to need you to rally around and get close to when it happens. And it was um, uh, yeah. the Saka one for Arsenal for the Son yeah, uh, yeah. genius yeah, finish. Yeah. And, and the same for the, the Kulis, uh, the, sorry, the Van der Ven. The Van der Ven, Van der Ven one, yeah. Yeah. It's boom, boom, I'm gone. And uh, yeah. once you're in the box and he's got that incredible, uh, you know, snake hit, change of direction kind of stuff. You can't touch him. Yeah. 
and and you know it's a, re- a reputation for diving, so you 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 can't get anywhere near near the bloke. Um, yeah. So he's choosing his moments a little bit, and um, we definitely need to get a situation where Lacelso is back. Right, just to take a little bit off that. I, obviously, Lacelso is nowhere near. Lacelso plays. Lacelso plays. He plays in a bubble. He doesn't get involved. Mm. He doesn't. He doesn't get into the the, the blood and the muck and the shit uh, enough. Um, he likes to play no, his hermetically sure sealed, neat and tidy football. Yeah. Um, but we fucking hell, he owes us. We, he needs to. He needs to play yeah, a bit of football for does, us. Yeah. For Jesus Christ. Um, and, yeah. and, and and hope hopefully we're going to see that through. I will say that um, you know if if if, if, if anybody out there, uh, I'm jumping around a bit, but uh, it reminded me of the uh, the, the Madison rinsing rinsing Saka and pulling it back. So the finish from Son is absolute. Sublime precision. Oh, the precision! Absolute sublime yeah, the precision, precision in that is terrifying. Because as soon as you have three defenders around him, as soon as Son sees that he's done Saka, he's kind of held his run, held his run, held his run, and then starts sprinting. And then he knows that the only way he can't score that goal with his right foot outside the net post, yeah. he cannot score with all of those people around. But there'll be a tiny window. Uh, what I enjoyed is the way he prepared his left foot for the strike. He knew if if the timing's yeah. right, if Madison gets this right, and if I could read his pass and exactly the point of contact, he does this yeah. tiny little skip, tiny little skip up yeah, in, yeah. in his air to prepare the left foot. And but the window for it is like nanoseconds. <laughs> yeah. It's nano. Yeah. It's nanoseconds. To and, and yeah. that much. Uh, little contact. It's not a firm strike. It's that much. A little contact. Loads of spin and in off in off the post. But it's a tiny little yeah. hop to receive yeah, yeah. that. And, and, and the, the 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 timing of that between the the, the Madison movement and the the hop and, and preparing your left foot for that strike is is wow. It is it's, again. It's it's kind of one of those goals. If you're a defender, you don't know how you've even conceded it. It's like there's one guy in the box. You've got oh, yeah, three, yeah. three guys here. This guy's herring towards the near post, which means he will never have any control of the, 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 the shot that comes comes in. And there's a yeah. tiny window that we don't even know where that the, the, is available to score. And he, and, he, and, he, and he puts it in there. I mean, that is... Yeah, it's absolutely extraordinary. Yeah, no, it's elite. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, that, and that's where he finds himself. Like Son at the moment is not touching the ball much, but every he's just scoring. No, we've been saying that you know he's, he's obviously he was left wing and all that sort of stuff. And I, I just don't think he has it in him to constantly be doing the back and forth. Although the Angel system doesn't require as much back and forth. That was no. like fucking basically it's Conte ball, wasn't it? But in terms of finishing. You don't get much better. Yeah. Um, and again, if it's of a, just pick your moments, pick your moments, pick your moments, be in the right position, be in the right place, and just count it. Yeah, that as you say, that that one was the gap. The, literally, the only gap I think there was between those those three yeah. players was the width of a football. Yeah, and that, <laughs> and, that, and that gap was moving and then disappeared. 
Like yeah. a, a second before it wasn't available, a second after it disappeared. It tiny, tiny, tiny margin for error. It's yeah, yeah, the precision, yeah, yeah. precision shit. Um, yeah, and that's great when you when you consider the the spawning goals that they they were scoring. It's just so much, so nice to see. No, ma- masters of their art doing magical things. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. I love it. What I love at the moment as well is that it, uh, Alejo Valise is coming on, and he's he's been a proper proper battering ram. Oh, he's a unit, and he yeah, uh... proper battering <laughs> ram. Unit, so he was on the boy. bench Jesus against Christ. Arsenal. He was on the bench against Liverpool, and uh, due to various, you know. Uh, Andrew was saying that you won't see him till the new year due to various um, situations and that just injuries. Work permit shit or something. Yeah, and now he's here. Now he's here, and mm. he's brilliant. The shit that he's like holding the ball in the corner flag. Absolutely, oh, yeah, unit no, with his tree trunk uh, calves. Um, yeah, he's, it's um, it's, yeah, it's no, an option. Friendly, like... It's great to see him like feeling it. Feeling it. That that was the yeah, yeah. That was the lovely thing. Yeah, we have our eleven, and uh, yeah, we all know this. We have our eleven, and everything else after it is it gets slightly ropey. Yeah, yeah. With the Luton game where we played all the bums at the end, barring um, Eric yeah. Dyer, they're all involved in the journey now. They weren't yeah. involved in yeah, the journey up so. until this point. And so, yeah, I think so, in terms of keeping everybody onside and harmonious um, training ground and all that kind of stuff, yes, most of the guys who are still here know what time it is and um, uh, what they can and, and cannot contribute or indeed if they're, they're leaving very soon. But um, also, if you're a sports person, teams, managers, personnel they come and go very quick we know this already mm. uh if you feel like you've got one shot like you didn't even know before you started like who this guy who's this fucking manager don't know but you get a feel very quickly like you, you know what there might be something in this there might be something in this even if it's just for one year even if it's just for yeah. one year um mm. That's why I say that like, after this year, everybody will know what we're about. This year, there's a, there's a window. There's, a, there's completely a window. Yeah, it's kind of a freebie. But I didn't expect everybody else to be so freebie. shit. No, but... Manchester United, it. Jesus Christ. I mean, they've been shit for How a long time. How much money so do they spend on this? Still shit. Yeah, well, I, don't I think, think that's every doubt. Um, you know, Chen Hag's a brilliant man. You know, huge. What a brave. What about he? He he faced up to Cristiano Ronaldo and took him out. What I can see down the line, Bruno Fernandes. I can see him doing another Bruno Fernandes, and it, and as long as if, and and bidding him out of the club because it's very obvious that Bruno Fernandes is not a, a captain of anything. He's rubbish. No. He's rubbish. He's a, yeah, he's, yeah. he's a snide. He's a showman. He's a snide, disappearing fancy Dan who sometimes disappears. You definitely don't give a player of that profile a captain's armband because you need consistent, no. um, dependable performances and output always. Yeah. 
So that's cool. And, and, and the Chelsea thing, I don't, I don't even know what they are. I don't know how. I don't know, know I don't how both, you can be so expensively assembled and still be so fucking awful. I don't know. But yes, there is um, uh, a sneaky, terrifying thing in the background. We play. Play Chelsea in November. Yeah, I think, I think it yeah, is. Fulham. Then maybe Chelsea. Yeah. After that, Fulham next, then Chelsea. So Basuma is what a one match. A one match, but I think he's I've got read. A, um, it's still on four yellow, yellows. He's still on, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so as long as he doesn't, well, that, yeah, that's fine then. He can get yeah, booked against Chelsea and and. Yeah, so I think it's Fulham and Crystal Palace. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see. But it's something we've got to get yeah. used to anyway. Basuma's going to be away and Saar for the African yeah. nations. So, um, yeah, 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 absolutely. Because yeah, we've got to buy I someone. Really enjoyed... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Benton Kerr's going to come back. We don't know what, what shape he's going to oh, yeah. return as. And Oliver Skip. Um, I really enjoyed Oliver Skip when he came on against Luton. Unfancied and unnoticed. It was all action. Most of the time. But his passing is so... I would say his vision is quite extraordinary. Yeah. He physically yeah. can't do it and he's got no power. But mm. his eye is... is his instinct to see um, a pass early and break lines. Yeah. He's not a fan of passing ball sideways. He loves a breaking line. And the, the, the key no. to breaking lines is doing it early. And, yeah, and he, he's he, been sees it, he sees it before the ball's arrived and he's already decided yeah. where it's going. Because mm. a human can't... Once When a ball's coming towards me, the guy who I want to intend to pass it to can't move that far from where I last saw him. So it's gone. It's yeah. gone on arrival. It's gone on arrival. And he was hitting some lovely stuff. And he was basically sent on to never lose the ball. And um, he, did, he did a very good job. He did a very good job within the confines of the situation that we were involved in at the time. Um, yeah, uh, I don't mind. I don't mind Hoiberg, and we've seen it this already this season. He's quite good. Um, yeah. You know, I've already described yeah, him as the janitor. He's the janitor. He cleans yeah, up yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, so, in a situation where the match is has a um, there's a certain uh, there's a certain dynamic to the game, and it's clearly defined. He's quite good in that. In a yeah. match that has no shape, yeah, yeah. he's useless. But in a game that's like, right, we're ahead. We need a calmer head. We don't need too much, too many frills. Mm. You're exactly the person to um, execute those plans. Yeah. In a loose match, he's just useless because he can't he can't uh, affect the game creatively. Um, but yeah, uh, really useful in the situations that we find ourselves. Um, but yeah, without, 
without Basuma, and we, we'll see it. We'll be it will be clear. He's probably yeah. going to be Hoiberg yeah, yeah. against. I would think so. Uh, Fulham. Yeah, I would think um, so. Then you know that just opens it up more for Romero and Van der Ven to essentially bypass him. Precisely. Precisely. Yeah, Which you want to, you want to find your game on, on the, the fly on the table. No. Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a huge deviation. It's just okay. You guys have a little bit more responsibility in terms of passing yeah. it one more on, yeah. which both of you can do. So we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that. That's yeah. the thing, yeah, isn't I'm it? Not too so you, yeah. And this always happened. This has happened in Sunday morning football. You're like, who's turned up? Oh fucking hell! Is it? Is, is he a left back? Shit! That, mean, that means I've got to fucking do overtime. I've got to play my position and slightly play his. You know, and it, there's no what that happens in professional football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you've got to do a little bit of extra work this way because we know what he's good at and we know he's not good at. And um, you know, it's an opportunity if you fucking choose it to be. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, who fucking knows? So we are top of the league. Um, not joint top. Well, for the next, <laughs> um, we've been here before, but we haven't been here before with such a positive yeah, it's not outlook. Same. Yeah, it's not the same. You know, when you when we beat United, what was it, six two, six one? Oh, Trafford, six one, I think. Mm. Mm. Um, we were like, yes, yes, here we go. But it was so morbid. Um, and 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 if you don't have, if you're not built on something strong. Yeah, because they have these figureheads. These these figureheads. I'm a winner. Just follow me. Just do what I say, and uh, don't really ask questions. Why you're doing what you're doing? Eventually, players stop listening. Yeah, I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing, and I know what yeah. I want to do, and it's not what you're telling me to exactly. do. So if in the end, the instruction this, isn't play this, football. There's huge disconnect. There's huge disconnect yeah. with that. Um, and so now, you know, you're rather than treating footballers as children, you guys are stupid. You don't even know how to exploit your own talent, that kind of crap and being patronized every fucking day of the week. I just <laughs> walked in and said, you can fucking play. I think you can play. You know, you can play. Let's do this. There'll be certain structures within our thing. But you have been involved with coaches around the planet. You're not just arrived mm. here. You're not just been born mm. in Edmonton. You have worked with mm. hundreds of coaches throughout your career to get where you are today. And they've all told you varying things. Yeah. But I, I think across the board, in the end, certainly the ones in your, in your youth, if you want to be a good footballer, you have to be a good footballer. Yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you to stop um, playing with your instincts. We've looked at your yeah. instincts. We have data analysts. We've seen what your instincts are like and we like them. 
we like the way you move. <laughs> so we're not going to tell you to deviate from that because we fucking signed you because we like that. We're not retrofitting. And that's... Yeah. It's fucking easy. It's fucking easy. Any dickhead that gets paid it's, to do football shit is an absolute knobhead. It's ludicrous. It's fucking easy. Yeah. I'm in a Bra- Barry Fry school of football. <laughs> Chuck it on his head. <laughs> I remember. And I'll, I'll tell you this. When it, uh, we went to school in North Northwest London, so our P your RP um, P ground was up in um, Cannons Park. Cannons Park. Cannons yeah. Park. We're up there. Yeah. And uh, when we were kids, we were nowhere near our school, but no, we're fucking near our school. <laughs> Um, yeah. In Cannons Park, Barnet used to, that was their training ground. And Barry Fry was, mm. Barry Fry was um, manager of Barnet at the time. And I remember, what was it? I remember watching um, like centre back training uh, with Barnet. <laughs> Because I think I got an injury or something on a school tri- on a school PE day, and I ended up seeing a physio at Barnet, and I ended up watching the the drills that were going on with centre backs. And so the centre backs, the drills for Barnet centre backs with Barry Fry was the centre back stands on the halfway line, defenders pump balls at his head, and he has to fucking head it back into the. Um, opposing um, of which never occurs in professional football no one has ever headed a ball from the halfway line that's gone or but that was that was the sole objective of the thing then the guy would turn around and the other guy would sling it at his head from the halfway line you're like fucking hell (laughs) I think we I think I think we've moved on from this. It's got to be more than this. Yeah. It's got to be more than this. Jesus Christ. Horrendous. And so, (laughs) and it was was just, yeah, it was just obvious. We were just, get the ball on the deck and play. Jesus Christ. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's no grass in the sky. There's grass on the floor. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Anyway, so um, okay, let, let, let's bounce this. Oh, Jesus Christ! One hour and twenty-two. Um, yeah. Yes, we are top of the league. It's absolutely brilliant. We've been here before, but we're playing better football, so we have not been here before. The Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production, in association with Does the Rwandan National Team Have Visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions, featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes.